How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. You can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper. And you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. What they on? All steroids and no carbs? They're the thick ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fan. All right. Um, hour two. What's up? What you guys doing out there? You guys just sports and driving around out there? In your cars. <laughs> Commuting. Well. Getting stuck in baseball traffic. Yeah. I love that, like, the, baseball the, traffic. the big story yesterday coming out of the Portland Diamond Project, uh, making their announcement that they're they're trying to build a stadium. I don't think that was an announcement. Well. That was a leak. That was a leak. I don't but, think but they, they wanted that. But they released there. a statement afterwards, you yeah. know, when it leaked out there. But yeah, kind of had to. Just, everyone's like, we can't have baseball traffic. Like, it just, almost every response I got. Like I, just, I, when I put out that statement, I fifty comments and forty eight of forty eight of them are like, "Well, baseball, but screw traffic, I'll never go." Like that's that that's our mentality here Is in the city because of where they're putting it. Yeah, where they're putting it. It's just traffic. It, it, wouldn't it, there be traffic everywhere? They, there's traffic everywhere. Where they put it? I just love that. That's our mentality. If you want to know why our city, I mean, one of the reasons is just that that defeatist mentality. Someone's trying to build you a privately funded $2 billion infrastructure project, and everyone's reaction is, can you imagine the traffic? <laughs> I'll never go. Yeah, because traffic is so great now, and yet we still go to places. Well, if you put it somewhere that I'd like, I want Metallica to play in my backyard, but it's not happening. So guess what? I drive and I fly to go see him play. It's just, it's, it's amazing to me. The amount of bitching that we do in this city over things well, it's just that's probably just normal it's just what we do anywhere i, I think it's what humans do oh i don't know but, I, I feel like this area opposes more things than most well, other areas i think it's a good question the question is is does that i mean i, I don't want to extrapolate out from just some people on social media or whatever but i mean we are the sports guys yeah so you would think that at least our audience would be maybe more uh, willing to accept Major League Baseball I, I coming was, to town. I was shocked. Like but I said, do you think that the question is? Is do you think that maybe the reaction to the Portland Diamond Project and MLB to Portland over all these years 
kind of shows that this city really doesn't have that much of an appetite for Major League Baseball. It's possible. Like I said, I have I have been shocked over the the number of of years that this has been going on now at the general negativity around it. I mean, and I get the idea that you're upset that you don't think it's ever going to happen. So that that's different. That's different. If you think that this is just Charlie Brown putting the football, you know, in front of him and then Lucy's going to pull it away, I understand that. I really do. Because I I get it. You know, we we've been we, we get promised a lot and it, and it doesn't deliver. But if someone does put forth a good plan, and yet the idea is you're still pissed that a privately funded stadium is going somewhere, and you're upset about it for a myriad of reasons, the number one seeming to be where it's located at, and it's going to be slightly difficult to get to. Have you ever been to a Timbers game? It's not fun to get down there. It sucks. It's really hard, and there's no parking. It's, it's a challenge to get to. Let's not act like Moda Center is a wonderful in and out. If you go to a Blazer game and you park in the garage, guess what? You got 40 minutes until you get out of it. Going to sports isn't convenient, period. It's just, it's not. It's just Seattle, right? Go to a Seattle Mariner game sometime. It's a pain in the ass. Going to a Dr. Beavers game down two-lane I-5, not always easy. I mean, it it gets backed up for miles. This is going to a sports game. But this general negativity about the location and, oh, it's not even in Portland. Yes, it is. I get it's on the outskirts of it. But it's still Portland. It's not in Beaverton. And even if it was in Beaverton, would you bitch more or less about that? And then it turns into the, the other one that I hear a lot about. Oh, it's just a grift. A grift for what? The, what are they grifting you? Do you really think they're selling hats and shirts to try to, to pry the $25 out of your wallet? Do you really think that a group is putting... How many tens of millions of dollars have been dumped into this already? Between architects and land surveys and all that. What grift? I just don't understand this general, anytime you bring it up, the just 90% of the, the comments, like you said, from a sports audience, how negative it is. It blows me away. And yet then we're going to sit there and be like, how come we never get anything? How come we can't get the NFL? How come we can't get Major League Baseball? How come we can't get the NHL? Everything we've had here, the Blazers work. The Blazers work. They've been here forever. We got the Timbers. I think they should take the Blazers away because of the traffic. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I can't deal with it. You know, when the Winterhawks and the and the, the Blazers have a game together, oh my God, it's a nightmare. And yet, somehow I still make it to the Winterhawk games. But the, 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 the Blazers have always worked here. The Timbers and the Thorns are two of the marquee franchises in their respective leagues. The Timbers are great and one of the best environments this side of L.A. The Thorns is the best in, in, in the, uh, the, the, the women's soccer league. You know, it's, it's just, at some point... Can we put our big boy well, pants on here and, and accept that it's not perfect, but one of my favorite quotes is, perfect is the greatest enemy of better. And so, yeah, I would rather I would rather baseball be at the Lloyd Center, too, and it's easier for to get to. But I had someone literally say, well, I'm just disgusted that they're putting profits over fans by putting it where they're at. You want someone to spend $2 billion and then not be able to make their money back because they can't build anything around the Lloyd Center. It's just... I don't know, the last 24 hours and seeing the response to the first, like, actual, I don't know, positive step we've heard about baseball here in two years, it stuns me how negative it is. It really does. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> People, it's like a great American pastime. We just love People to bitch. We love to bitch. But, you know, I, I do think, you know, I'm reading the text as you, as you talk here, and, you know, somebody said... Um, not everyone has that view, just the few loud 
crappy yeah, people. Like it's a lot. Like the vocal minority is being is is driving this narrative, and I think that that could be true. I mean, I you know I I I don't know honestly. I and you're right about sports here having worked over the years. I mean, it just it, it just has. Yeah. Um, and baseball, particularly in the summers here, I think it'd be a, a home run, no pun intended. Yeah. But I do wonder if you t- collectively took the pulse of of this city. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Where you know what what the sentiment would be towards bringing Major League Baseball here. You know, I I don't know if it would be overwhelmingly I don't, in favor. I don't think it is because what I hear from. Sports people and non-sports people is all the negatives. And like, I, I always say this would be such a win for the city. And I can't tell you how many times I hear from sports and non-sports people, why is this a win for the city? It's just another pain in the ass. A win for the city. You mean, again, a $2 billion stadium, probably another $2 billion in development around it. All the construction jobs that go around it. All the housing that's going to be built up around it. And then I hear, well, it's housing that no one can afford. Someone can afford it. There are going to be houses and apartments that build up around that and restaurants and jobs and everything that goes along with that. Maybe, maybe we'll get a mass transit line. Maybe they'll they'll work out a way to max to get out there to 217. There is a maybe there that could be worked in there too. You know, stadiums get built all around the country. And 95, 97% of the time, they end up working out. And those are the ones too that I think people get screwed out of because they're publicly funded. This isn't even publicly funded you you go down to san diego a bunch rob are you telling me that the gas lap district is isn't completely revitalized because of that stadium because the stadium yeah detroit's one of my detroit i love detroit go to detroit sometime which that city gets crapped on more than any other and go see what those stadiums being built in downtown detroit and a casino by the way actually two casinos have done to downtown detroit downtown detroit is one of the nicest downtown areas in america and it was one of the worst and what changed it Stadiums. San Francisco's Union Square area is awful now, but when they built the ballpark down there, the South of Market area got totally cleaned. Yeah, Lodo down in Denver is a phenomenal place to go down. Mission Bay, where the Warriors just opened Chase Center, super nice now. Restaurants, bringing people down there. So when people say, why is this a win for the city? Even if you're not a fan of sports and baseball at all, why would anyone be against billions of dollars being put and taking an area where there's nothing going on right now besides a crappy goose poop covered golf course and by the way well can i say that beaverton's pretty busy though like i think beaverton's just as busy as portland you ever you ever drive out yeah, there yeah there's a lot like, going on it's already busy yeah. like so in other words this idea of like oh it's good uh, this is not what we want because it's going to be so much busier i don't think it is it's already it's busy. already busy it's there's a lot of people out there yes a lot of people driving around Two seventeen is like one of the worst places to drive in the city it stinks so are you going to make it that much worse? I know they're expanding it right now. There's yeah. a construction project yeah. going on over there. but And hopefully by the time the stadium were to work? come in, the expansion uh, would be done. And like I said, maybe we throw a max line in there. And... Yeah, you'd have to add some sort of light rail option. to Maybe some I mean, boats. You've got, you've got to do something. Uh, here's a text. It says, of course, the greater us wants baseball. Complaining is a defense mechanism to bitch because we know that we will most likely not get the nice thing. I just there's yeah, that. I guess that's true. That too. again, I get. But anyone asking how is this a win for the city, pull your head out of your ass. Just pull it out and go look at any other place in the country where they've put up a stadium and see if it's a win for that city. And again, this isn't where they're robbing us of our money. That I that I'm against. When the when the when the city's like, well, we're gonna give a billionaire a billion dollars to build a stadium. That's not happening here. I just I, the negative response to it, as you can tell, it just 
I'm as frustrated with this as I am with the the Dan Campbell and the Todd Munkin game plans. Yeah, I can tell. These three things are going well, to you, haunt me. That rant has cut into Dave Canales' porn talk. Ah, damn it. I mean, I you know, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, man. Mm, what am I doing? Let's get what, are, some, what are you doing? Let's get to some porn. What? Let's get to some porn. Well, um, hello there. Panthers. <laughs> the new Panthers coach is an author, and you will never guess who wrote his foreword. Uh, 418 on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah, P1 Scott pointing out. I remember when In N Out was looking to open up next to Chick fil A on Beaverton Hillsdale Highway, and it was going to bring the world's largest traffic nightmare and the deaths of many innocent children. Yes. yes. I remember that fondly. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know. Did they put it in out there? No, it did not go in out there. Oh, they shut her down, huh? <laughs> no, it's not out there. You can't. Well, act- I just mean they, they stopped it. Oh, yeah, they stopped it. Yeah. You know, I, I was in L.A. and uh, New York once, and uh, let me tell you, really bad traffic, so nothing goes on in New York and L.A. Can't can't do it. Another good point from P1 Scott is he says, I think the piss-poor job the Vulcans in the city of Portland did creating the lackluster Rose Quarter has given locals the wrong idea of the tremendous halo effect that a ballpark and surrounding restaurant and bar district can provide. That's a really that's good point. That's that a great point. Excellent point. It is. because um, You brought up San Diego. That's the best one. Yeah. If, if There's so many cool places that when a stadium pops up, the, the area that, that comes around it, the jump town. Look, I make fun of jump town all the time. But that idea, that concept, can you imagine if you were down at Moda Center and around Moda Center was three, four cool hotels, 
seven or eight different restaurants, maybe like a cool bowling alley, an outdoor concert venue, you know, all that stuff. Maybe some, again, some of the, the, the stuff on the water where you could take some ferries back and forth. Maybe on the other side of the water, there was a baseball stadium. And then you add some concerts down there and, and you start realizing that it's a place to go. It's a place to hang out. And for most places, when you build stadiums, that's what happens around it. I think that's a really good point is we don't, we don't have that. Even around uh, uh, Providence now, we don't, we don't have that. Our stadiums are kind of, mm, they're just self-contained. There's nothing, unless you're going to the game, there's nothing to do around there. And yeah, I, I do think that puts off a bad vibe. And so when people ask why they want it off of 217 instead of Lloyd Center, because if you put it at Lloyd Center, that's exactly what it would be. It would just be a baseball stadium in the middle of nothing. Whereas what they're trying to do out there with 164 acres is build an entire giant development in a community around that. There's a vision there. And yes, they do need to do that because they're going to be spending several billions of dollars. And unlike most places where they get the city to pay for it, they have to pay for that themselves. I'm not certain if you know how this works, but when someone spends two or three billion dollars, they would like to earn their money back. And they're not going to do that through baseball. They're going to do it through the development around the area. And we all benefit from it because, again, jobs, construction, restaurants, housing, all of that stuff goes up. So it's a win-win. And we don't have to pay for it. Yeah, Atlanta really flipped the script on this. Yes. Well, it actually isn't in Atlanta, right? What do they call it? Battery Park or whatever? No, yeah, not Battery Park. It's what like, is that called down there? Uh, it's... Uh, the, the, it's about, I can't remember. I don't remember either, but it's it's like 15 miles outside of downtown. It's in the Burbs. Yeah, so Atlanta did this, and um, their new stadium is out there. Killing and it. it's just absolutely home, been a home run. And that's only 64 and, acres, which is still the biggest site of any major league stadium. And I think it was really frowned upon at first. I, I, yeah. it, baseball took a real leap allowing that to happen. It's like, ah, how's this going to work? It we, was a risky thing. Because when they first, uh, when baseball first, um, was looking at Portland and was interested in Portland. This is pre-COVID and all of our issues since. Um, it was the downtown ballpark yeah. and sort of what the timbers have built yeah. is is sort of the model. It's like you got it's got to be down. Like I think they were adamant that it's got to be downtown. Yeah. Well, I think now that we've seen what Atlanta has done, and it's only been the last I don't know when they built that thing five years, a couple years, yeah, killing it. It is. It's changed the paradigm. Yeah. It's. It's let. It's. 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 I don't know. It just. It. It changed uh, people's thought about what could work, mm -hmm. and so that's exactly what they're trying to do here. And like you said, it's a hundred more acres. So they, that's that's more retail space. It's more condos. That's it would be, more, it'd be enormous. Um, bars and restaurants yeah. and all kinds of park. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe a dog park. Nice little dog park. Yeah. Maybe. Nice little dog. Yeah. Maybe a nice little fountain. Well, and, and they talked about it in the original plans. Like, in order to get the city to kind of go along with this, there was an idea of, you know, they would do, you know, some affordable housing mixed in there as well, where, you know, they, they, there has to be some sort of agreement there to, to try to make it a, a win win. Like, anyone that's doing anything in the city of Portland realizes that there's going to have to be some massaging going on. And I just hope that if we do get it, you know, uh, or we have an opportunity to get it. It's us in Salt Lake. We're, we're, it's down to one of us. It's well, either us or Salt Lake. I hope that we don't nuke it because we can't see the the, well, the damn vision of the thing. I don't think that... Well, I think the good thing about this site, too, is you're out of the jurisdiction of the city of Portland once you're done dealing with them on a sale. Yes. If you're able to get this land, it should be much smoother oh, from no. that point yeah. because you've got jurisdictions there that are 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 
going to be way more helpful. Yes, and less red tapey. Like Fingers Portland crossed. Is. But you still have to deal with Portland to get the to get the land. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. And then we get like fifty million bucks for a city that needs a cash infusion. So that's a good thing too. But hey, traffic. Ah, traffic. I won't be going. <laughs> Can't go anywhere in traffic. What? Can't go anywhere. Won't someone think of the children and the traffic? And then the fentanyl moves in and. They'd like know. to drink their haterade and eat their hater tots. I would like to see the traffic part of the study for the Atlanta one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. You know? I will say, having lived in uh, Tampa. Because the burbs are busy. The birds Even are before busy. this kind of, that's what I'm saying. Beaverton's, it's already very busy out that way. Yeah. Washington Square Mall is right there. Yeah. I mean. Well, the when I lived in Tampa, the one of the problems with the, uh, the Rays Stadium, besides the fact that, well, it's the worst stadium in the world. I mean, that thing is such a piece of crap. But it's on the wrong side of the bay, you know? And so you got to take the, you got to take the bridge over and it's a nightmare. It, it, it is. It, it absolutely sucks. So look, I, I understand that you know, location can play a role, but you know, it's is it the end all, the be all to the point where you're like, I don't want this here because it's gonna create some traffic. I just I will never understand that mentality and that somehow this is not a good thing for the city. But it's not a net positive. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, I don't get it. What? It's not a net positive? That people think it's not a net positive. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. that you wouldn't take yeah, yeah. all the positive yeah. from this instead yeah. of just looking at the one thing you don't like about it. Yeah, they just don't, they, some people just don't like the location. Yeah. But I think it'll be fine. And so yes, shut it, up. I understand. Like outskirts that? of Portland, Beaverton, we buy it from the city of Portland. Yes, I understand. I understand that. That the idea that it's, <laughs> the idea that it's not in Portland, it's just, again, even that, even that mentality of it's not Portland. Okay, it's a few minutes outside. It well, just... not Portland is better because Portland's a mess. Yes, Portland's a mess. That it would actually be easier to yeah. to do this. But I, I love that when I say it's a win for the city. It's not the city of Portland. Oh my god! Yeah, and the Dallas Cowboys play in Arlington. Thank Who cares? you. You know how many the <laughs> Jets and the Giants, the New York Jets and the New York Giants play in GD, New Jersey. The Super Bowl uh, bound San Francisco 49ers play in Santa Clara, California. So can we just that that mentality right there? It's not the city. It's not a win. Tell Souk it's in Beaverton. I just if I had hair, I would pull it out. I don't know what I am more frustrated about, Todd Munkin or that. I don't know. Take take your yeah. Pick. They do call it the battery. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah, it's a mixed-use development, uh, and it's out in Cumberland. So. And it's killing it right now. And there's an Olive Garden. Well, that's important. Can so we get guys. A, when you're there, you're family. Can we that's get right. a... Uh, can, well, there's a Cheesecake Factory out already. We don't even have to build a Cheesecake Factory. It's out at Washington Square. I got a Cheesecake Factory. What's the... Um, I've got the... The, the dumpling. The dumpling. Din Tai Fung. Din yeah. Tai Fung's out there already. Right, I got a Chick-fil-A. Dude, you throw in a Chili's with some uh, some chicken tendies and some uh, Southwestern egg rolls. Hey, I'll drive out for some Chili's. Let's do this. Maybe if we're lucky, All we'll right. get a Ruby Tuesday. Dave Canales talk is uh, going to have to wait. The half hour was hijacked mm. by hot Major League Baseball to Portland talk. I'll leave it with this text from uh, Deal, who is in. He said, you guys are getting me all fired up. Can't wait for the letdown. <laughs> Well, I can't blame you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. We'll get to porn. Don't I mean, worry. look, come we'll, on. We'll I, I, I already know tomorrow's poll question, okay? Yeah. So, just wait. Just wait. I'm waiting. Um, all right. So, we'll get to Dave Canales later. He is the new Panthers coach, and he likes porn, or at least did. Uh, Dude, but up next. I think he still does.
It's uh, time for In the News. How are we doing on the dreaded... Ah, oh, funny. What? The, how about this transition? What, that, what, that? How are we doing on the dreaded worst traffic list? <laughs> you know, because we used to always Boy, be... Yeah, that is perfect. And There's a pro segue. COVID changed everything, and now COVID's gone, but sort of, and but it's not. And then I feel like traffic is lighter because people are working from home, but it's not because it feels like it's really busy. But then it's Beaverton and 217, and why would you want a Major League Baseball stadium? <laughs> I just, you know, this is tough, guys. I'm going to go home and just, I'm going to go curl up in my basement. Uh, that's next. Here's Buck. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, cruising right along here. All right, it's January 31, 2024. It is time now for... In the news, I'm your noted newsman. Hello, thank you so much. Thank you, America. Please be seated. Thank you. I'm seated. Today is Eat Brussels Sprouts Day. Hmm. Yeah. I love Brussels sprouts. I don't think I will. I don't mind Brussels sprouts, but uh, I'm not going to go out of my way to eat them. Boy, they've become quite trendy, though. Does yeah. every restaurant yeah. have them as an appetizer? Now, I'll say this. I only eat them when i'm out i don't i don't make them at home but yeah there's so many good restaurants now doing brussels sprouts you gotta be careful though because like my buddy's wife makes the best brussels sprouts i've ever had but you might as well be eating cake it's just in like a gorgonzola cheese sauce and there's bacon in there and oh my god you can eat an entire plate of them but still like they do uh what's the chicken place right down here um jojo's they do a nice, like, sautéed, just, like, spicy, uh, you know, it's not fried or anything. They do a really good Brussels sprout down there. It is also Inspire Your Heart with Art Day. Oh, I do love art. I don't Did you guys under- see the big Mona Lisa news? Yeah, you know, some dumbass threw chili on it or whatever. <laughs> Throwing soup. Soup. Just like yeah. J.R. Smith. By the way, that thing's under, like, nine feet of bulletproof glass. I don't think your soup made a difference, but... No, just oh, no, glass. no, it's not about the soup. No. It's about the protest. Uh, it was a protest. Yeah. Which... And it was two women. Can I? Do either of you know what they were protesting? Because if, if we don't, then it didn't um, work. I read about it. It's. Uh, I think it's about farmers... See, this is why it's dumb, because no one knows why they did it. Wasn't it about farmers I have no. I have no idea. I, I still don't know. I didn't read. I just saw the video of two dumbasses throwing soup. Same. You know, uh, y- y- you made the window of the Mona Lisa dirty. Cool. Enjoy being arrested. Let's read here real quick. Someone saying pro tip roast Brussels sprouts with uh, whole grapes. Interesting. Sounds odd. I'm in. I'm, uh, I would not try it. I'm down. Yeah, they were food I'm sustainability treat. activists. Oh, yes. Food sustainability. So isn't that wasting food by throwing valuable soup? Not very sustainable when you have to clean it up off the Mona Lisa. (laughs) Soup's not really food, though. (laughs) It's more of an an appetizer, if you will. Oh. Yeah, they were French. They said, they so they threw the soup, got everybody's attention, which, by the way, there was no one in there. It was like Sunday. Yeah. At 10 a.m. There was very few people around. And they said, what's more important, art or the right to healthy and sustainable food? Your agricultural system is sick. Our farmers are dying at work. And as they spoke, these security guards... Um, yeah, they nabbed them. 
well, drug their asses out of there. Did you see what they did? They did no. not drag them out of there. You know what they did to them? What? Throw soup they at them? Made they, them clean it up? <laughs> they put black screens in front of them. I did see the black screen thing, but <laughs> oh, I'm a... so that they don't get the notoriety? Yeah, they just yeah. So you can't film them or anything. It's like, like how like the broadcast don't show streakers when they go on the field or whatever. They don't want to give them yeah, the publicity. Exactly. I did see the black screen thing as it cut off, but I didn't understand what they were doing. I thought it was something to prevent further soupings. I'm assuming they got arrested, right? I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, you got the business laid into them a little bit. Can't just go around throwing soup all over the place. Now, if you were at the Louvre looking at the Mona Lisa, yeah. you had to wait until 11.30. So you had to wait about an hour and a half mm. for them to clean up the soup so you could go peer at the overrated painting. Let me ask you this. If but I'm, hey. Yeah, sustainability. Heart for the art, yeah. or art for the heart. If I am... Inspire uh, your heart with art. If I'm uh, at the Mona Lisa in the, the Louvre, right? Is that where it's at? Yeah. I'm there... And I see said activist produce a can of Chunky Campbell soup, or the French equivalent. And I see them about ready to toss said stoop. Can I go Terry Tate office linebacker? Can I clothesline? I wouldn't. Can I drop a lariat on someone's ass? I bet ass? not. No? I mean, I think other people would applaud you. I think you'd be a public hero, but I think you could... I, those type of people would definitely charge you want to oh, want you charged with assault. Hundred percent. Really, I get yeah. charged with that. Yes, I can't the, defend. The cops the Mona, might even be in your favor. I just don't think you'd be able to get away I with. I can't that. defend the Mona Lisa, huh? Well, the Mona Lisa's already defended. That's right. The bulletproof glass. There's a velvet rope and there's bulletproof glass. That rope's not enough. They got to put up this. Yeah, I just was wondering. Like they need to put the rope further away. Yeah, yeah. So that the, the soup throw is harder. Because you respect the rope, you can't possibly cross over that rope. <laughs> That's right. To throw soup. I just was wondering. I didn't know. Like, if I'm allowed to go vigilante justice. Because I can do that if someone's getting ready to harm someone. Right? Like, obviously. Right, but since since no person was at, uh, at risk. But do I know that? Or do I just see someone produce? It could be anything. If what you if- see someone wind up with a cannon, you don't know where it's going, I guess you could spear them. Right. Terry Tate style. Say you thought it was a gun. Yeah, I can Goldberg them or whatever. I just gun. saw something metal in their hand. It didn't know it was a soup can. thought it was a firearm. Just wondering. Um, according to a recent report, Portland was found to have the 15th worst traffic in the country. It's going to move up to 8th after we build that baseball stadium, and then everyone can complain. We have the 15th worst? Mm-hmm. This, this is for 2023. Mm. This is a report by TomTom, Tom, 387 cities they looked at and uh, compared their average travel time, fuel costs, and CO2 emissions to find which cities were the worst. Portland, 15th. I mean, we do suck, but if you've ever been to, like, New York, L.A., Chicago... You know, they're way worse. I'm assuming New York, L.A., one, two. San Francisco's terrible. We ranked as having a 32% congestion level, which combined with all the other stats, gave us the 15th place ranking in the U.S. and the 265th spot in the world. Mm. Seattle's way worse than us? Yes. Not even close. Driving through downtown Seattle during rush hour, dude, good luck. San Francisco worse, Washington, yeah. D.C., New York. Yeah. You know, the state. Worst traffic in the world? Do you know where it is? Uh, it's going to be somewhere in China. It'll be like in Beijing or whatever. Like they have traffic jams over there the last like four days. Hong L- Kong, maybe? London. London. Oh, all right. Close. Yeah. That's why everyone takes the tube. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing about so many of those cities, you know, like when we were in Japan, you don't, no one, you don't have to drive. Like everything is accessible via train. And it's frankly easier than taking a and taxi. And that's so. why they don't, yeah. that's why it's London and not Yeah, not, there. The, not the other. they what see is, how that works? I do see how that works. I was trying to think what in, in the US, what's the best what's the best major city for traffic though? 
Because I'm saying like every metropolitan area sucks. Well, I don't know, but I can tell you this uh, coming from Kansas City. Yeah. It's so vast there, just land, right? Maybe Houston then? It's so vast with land that the freeways are enormous. Like, and there's traffic jams, but it's just like so spread out that there was room to build a great freeway system. Yeah. So it's so the traffic is not that bad there. Well, that's why I was wondering about like Houston cuz Houston is like just this giant sprawl. Like that city is a concrete jungle. You know where else? And I know it's not a, a giant city, but they uh they were they were working on it the entire time I was there. They did they called it the Big Dig. Salt Lake's freeway system and traffic phenomenal. Like it is That's true. I've been there. For a major city, it is dialed in. By the way, Looking I'm at look- a list of best and worst cities to drive in. Top of the list, uh, Corpus Christi, Raleigh, North Carolina, yeah. Boise, Plano, Texas, Scottsdale. So I'm saying here that if I if you had to go to a major city, I'm still scrolling down. Yeah, those aren't very major cities, though. No, I would... Jacksonville, Tampa. Like St. Pete, Tampa, does that do it for you? That's pretty big. Tampa, San Antonio? Then Tampa would be the, the best big city to drive in. I wonder why. 13th. What, what's, old, uh, what's that guy's name, the governor down there? In Tampa? No, the governor. Oh, DeSantis? Meatball Ron? Who's the governor of Tampa? Yeah, Meatball Ron. Yeah, what's Meatball Ron been doing down there to get that traffic going in Tampa? I don't know. I haven't lived there forever, but the bridges in Tampa when I was there were a nightmare. But if you didn't have to deal with the bridges, then it was fine. Vegas is good if you're going major, major city. Dallas, Kansas City, and Vegas, I would say, are the biggest metropolitan areas that give a good good score. Yeah, Vegas uh, comes in pretty solid. I always find Vegas a little crowded, but well, that's probably because I'm just around the strip. Yeah, because that's where we party. Yeah, Phoenix is okay. Pittsburgh is okay. Phoenix isn't bad. Been there many times, and it's got a big yeah traffic or big freeway system. Yeah, so those are the, those easy are the, to get around. Those are the better. Major Portland's hard because we just don't have enough room. Nope. to everything, build it. Everything is just squeezed in. Seattle's worse though. Well, and that's just that's a planning thing, you know. Whereas like Salt Lake back in the day, the Mormons, uh, hey, you can criticize them for whatever you want, but they built giant roads because they needed like wagons and stuff to turn around. So their city was very well planned out with giant roadways, which allowed them to expand. And now they got it cooking. You were talking about vigilante justice for the Mona Lisa and soup. There's a lot of vigilante justice going on around here. All right. Because the cops won't do anything. Yeah, I want to swing a bag of doorknobs. Let's go. Or it seems like it. So uh, people are taking matters into their own hands. Tiger Edition next on The Fan. This is in the news for January 31, 2024. Thank you. There you go. Police have arrested a tigered man on a burglary charge. Hey, someone got arrested. Thanks in part to the detective work of three Portland homeowners. (laughs) Vigilante justice at its finest. Now, you know, we had a wicked winter storm recently. Yes, we did. I'm and st- it my really y- my yard still feeling the effects. It really hit our metro area hard with debris. Mm-hmm. That's French. I see what you did. Lots of trees, mm-hmm. damaging properties. So we have Shuju Wang and her husband Mike Coleman, and they live over by PCC Sylvania. Okay, very wooded over there. Sure. Uh, they had four huge trees fall onto their home, wrecking their house. Okay. So their their insurance company and their two cats and a dog, they throw them all in a hotel in Beaverton. 
Of course, there's so much traffic out there, they've since moved to Salt Lake City. <laughs> they, they couldn't handle it. Uh, so they had a contractor assessing what it would take to rebuild the home, blah, blah, blah. So a week later, uh, they go back to their house to look at the damage. You know, do you ever do that if you've had major damage? Oh, yeah. You got to go inspect it. You just it. go well, and you just sit and stare. It's like anytime I got hit, I got rear-ended a while back. I stared at that thing for like 10 minutes. You got to make sure like you're like, is it still there? Like, did I dream it? Yeah, you gotta you gotta survey the damage. And so they they then noticed that um, a burglar had been at their house. Oh, and Boy, that's, his that's pretty crappy. Someone a tree falls in someone's house, and you're like, I'll break in. I don't think you need to break in. Is the point? Well, yeah, you know. Well, you know, you're not climbing. I'm assuming you do. Like, what are you climbing through a hole in the roof? Yes. <laughs> just, I think it'd be easier to just to break a window, but. Same. Or you maybe have to just dive over a tree. There you go. Scramble up it like a squirrel. It would be hard to button that up, I would think. I would think so. Uh, Coleman's electric cello was gone. Oh. Well, we talked about this. Uh, music instruments, especially the cello, that's an expensive item. So, too, were electronics, uh, jewelry, jar of coins. Mm. All of it worth about $15,000. They went back to the hotel. They called the police to file a report. And they were like most of us these days, and like, well, not much is going to come of that. <laughs> yeah. Right. File the insurance claim. You've already got one going on. No one was Nut, murdered. Nuts to you. Yeah, I wonder, and I'm sure insurance will tell them, yeah, sorry, uh, didn't button it up. Yeah. Can't, uh, can't pay you out for that. No. You got to have additional burglary uh, upon disaster insurance. Did you know about that? It's your fault. You Did your have, agent tell you about that? Should have had some cobras living in the tree as, as a deterrent. Ooh. Wouldn't that be something? Like, it's a home security cobra. Like, around your windows, you just have, like, in order to get to the windows, you just have, like, a cobra cage. Now we're talking. Because dogs, you know, dogs are a good deterrent, but, you know, you can bribe a dog, you can deal with a dog. If I had a bunch of poisonous snakes at all my entry points, you know what that says to the burglar? Take it down the road. What if a really fancy house was hit by several downed trees? Yeah. And you could access it, and yeah. you're walking your dog by? Yeah. And you go, you know what? Yeah. I can steal some stuff. Oh, I just want to take a look in. And then I tell you, you can have anything you want in there. Yeah. But mm. there are loose cobras. Nah, I'm out. Three of them. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you know me. I, You're we, not going in? No. no. I'm taking my chances. You don't know where that cobra is. Exactly. Except, no, I've seen too many of those snake shows where that snake's hiding in a cabinet or whatever. I think I'm in the land of milk and honey. I'm opening up some drawer going to steal some panties and some jewelry, and next thing I know, there's a GD Cobra in there. So they had a CO2 monitor in their kitchen, and they, they go back, they pick that up, and he said he said he had it in there because during the pandy, it was recommended that people get these. Sure. It picks up, I mean, it picks up everything. Like, they said if the cat walks into the room, it picks it up. Yeah. Well, uh, he starts fiddling with the monitor and calls up the history of the monitor, and it picked up something. Oh. Right around Saturday morning, mm. right after uh, right after midnight, Saturday morning. Mm. So he then tells his neighbors, he's like, hey, you know, I know right when this happened. Yeah. And then the neighbor says, well, hey, you know, uh, James down the block. Ring camera. He has a camera that mm. faces the street. Let's take a look. So he goes over there. He looks at the camera. He knows the time. And he sees two dudes because it was icy, right? Yeah. So, like, nobody was out walking. Yeah. It was just two dudes that were, like, way out of place, like, sure. trying to skate on the ice. Not really skate, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they walking, he's like, what is that about? Well, sure enough, um, 
He looks at the security camera's history, and he found their vehicle. It was a truck. Oh, and they actually tracked these dudes down? Yep. He calls the police, says, hey, man, I think I know what happened here. I think I know who did this. And they went and they got the truck. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. And, and they, got the perps. they get their stuff back? Um, they, get the, they get the cello? Yes. Oh, let's let, let I hope that they did. Yes. Well, that's good that there was some there was some justice. Now, I'm assuming that we let them right back on the street and these criminals will face no real consequences, but for the meantime, uh, I'm glad we arrested them. Oh, this says, okay. Wow. With more deets. Yeah. This is really good. You know what I got? Well, he said that he goes he goes back home, pulls up security camera footage. This is the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And he studies the image of the truck. It was a Toyota Tacoma. Of course it was. He said very distinctive. Uh, Six-foot bed instead of the usual four doors and an access cab. And it had black wheels. All very noticeable. And he, so he goes back to the apartment complex in Tigard. And sure enough, as he's driving into the this apartment complex. He sees the truck, huh? He sees the truck. Hmm. It stopped at an apartment. Interesting. Yeah. And then he said he saw them carrying three large green garbage bags full of heavy items into the apartment. He's got them. He was on them. He went hardy boys and found the sons of guns. Yes, he staked them out. No, but do you have the guts then to rock up to him and be like, hey, that's my stuff? Uh, He took photographs. Yeah. And then he turned that over to the homeowner Mm -hmm. whose stuff was stolen. Yeah. Who then forwarded them to the police. And that's how they nabbed them. Well, I'm sure then they got their stuff back. That's a, you know. Yeah. Isn't that great? That's a great story. They arrested Jack Kowalski. You son of a bitch. 54-year-old man mm. at his mom's house. <laughs> Way to go, Jack. You're stealing crap and you're living with your mom at 54. I'm not sure which one's worse. And he had been convicted of theft and burglary in the past. Shocking. Um, and they're charging him. They're, they're throwing the book at him. Good. Now, are we actually going to keep him in prison? Or again, are we doing the no bail or no release on no bail and just go away and we'll never see you again? I don't know. But be no, nice if we started like actually prosecuting people and you know putting them in jail. I'd, I'd like that. Uh, they did not get the jewelry back, but the cello is back mm. yeah, and a, some of his electronics. All right. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a pseudo happy ending, and again, maybe they face some real consequences. I like it. It's a feel good story. Started off crappy, feel good story. Plus, who doesn't love vigilantes? That's right. Sometimes you have to take matters into your own hands. Sometimes you have to swing a bag of doorknobs to get something done around here. That's in the news. January 31, 2024. The Hot 5 at 5 is next. Seahawks have a coach on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.